Hello everyone, Pastor Russ here. I want to thank you for joining us for this week's video message. I want to remind you of our website, faithccpalmer.org, and if you click on the link Faith Online, you'll find all kinds of resources right now given the unique season. And uh, there'll be things for prayer, if you have assistance, there's weekly messages and worship videos and all kinds of content for the children and youth ministry. Speaking of children's ministry, I'm filming today in our kids' church room. And all you kids, I want to say hello, and I just miss you guys. And on behalf of the children's ministry team, they miss you, they love you, they can't wait to meet again here in this room. But uh, today we're going to film here. We love our kids at Faith, and I wanted to take a moment to film in this space through this season. Uh, just reminding you that this is an interactive video, and so there'll be times where you'll do your part and I'll do mine, and um, there'll be discussion questions, there'll be scriptures for you to pause and read, and uh, so we're looking forward to this time together. I'm going to show you a clip in a moment, but before we do that, I want to take a, a, a second to pray together and ask the Lord to bless this time. Father, I thank you. I thank you for another opportunity to get together in this format to be able to get into your word and be encouraged and strengthened in our faith journey. And I just ask for your blessing over this time, and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Before we begin our time together, there's going to be a couple of passages that I'd like you to read. You'll notice them. It's from Colossians chapter 3 and also from Philippians chapter 4. I'll be breaking these down in a moment, but I'd ask that you'd pause the video and take some time to read through these passages before we begin. In this first passage, Colossians chapter 3, Paul tells us to clothe ourselves with several attributes, whether it be uh, kindness and humility and gentleness and, and patience, and also talks about making allowances for each other's faults and forgiving each other and, and allowing love to bind us all together in unity. Powerful things, especially in these days, is that we're walking in these attributes, in these ways of the Lord. I want to highlight three particular verses in this passage that deal with the topic of thankfulness. And so let's look at these together. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, the Bible says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. The next verse, Colossians 3.16, Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And this last verse in 17, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And there's three points I want to draw out from those three verses, 15, 16, and 17, and in regards to thankfulness. So in verse 15, the Bible says to always be thankful. And that tells me that thankfulness, it's, uh, it's not conditional. It's not something that based on my circumstances, I guess I'll be thankful. This is something that we should always do, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation. Thanksgiving is not dependent upon your circumstances. The next verse tells us, that it's a part of our worship. Thanksgiving is a part of the way we worship God. Bring these psalms, these, these praises to the Lord with thanksgiving, with a heart of gratitude. God's desire for us is to be thankful and to be worshiping Him with that heart of gratitude. And the last verse tells us that being thankful is a testimony. It's a testimony to the people around us that no matter our circumstances, we are representatives of Christ. And so part of being a representative of Christ is that we are in a place of thanksgiving. We, we have a heart that is filled with gratitude. And that's a testimony to people. You look around us and there's many circumstances that people are walking through. And, and the people who are thankful... Those are the people that you look at and you go, what is it about them that, that causes them to act that way or have a heart that's in a posture like that, a posture of thanksgiving? It's a testimony. So it's not conditional. It's, it's part of our worship, 
and it's a testimony. All of those things regarding thankfulness. And so here's a moment for your reflection now. This question here is, how should these three points of thankfulness impact your life? And those three, again, it's not conditional, it's part of worship, and it's a testimony. How should those three points impact your life? Turn with me now to Philippians chapter 4. And you'll notice with this particular passage, there's just some great stuff in regards to peace and being thankful and the things we ought to think about. And as I break down here, verses 6 through 7, let's look at these together. The Bible says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Perhaps you've heard those verses before. They're very popular, and they're verses that give great encouragement in times of anxiousness or worry and recognizing we bring our request to the Lord with thanksgiving, and we get peace. And there's a, a formula here, a Philippians 4 formula, if you will. And let's take a look at this. I'm going to walk you through this on the screen. First, in recognizing, in verse 6, tell God what you need. Go to him in prayer. Tell him what you need. And while you're in prayer, thank him for all that he's done. And then, verse 7, the supernatural peace from God will come to you. And it's supernatural because it's so hard to even put words on it. I mean, the scriptures say it surpasses understanding, and this peace guards your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Look at these words from Lisa Turkhurst. She says, if there was ever a secret for unleashing God's powerful peace in a situation, it's developing a heart of true thanksgiving. So in this moment now of reflection, I want you to consider this question. How often are you directly thanking God in prayer? And also, take an inventory and start thanking Him. So think of all the things that God has placed in your life. Maybe there's great relationships and there's God's provision over your life of of good health and, and material blessings and, and just uh, family, and the list goes on and on. Take inventory and start thanking. And make that a part of your prayer life. And as you do, listen, the scriptures tell us there's a formula here. As you live a, a life of prayer and, and thanksgiving, God's peace comes to you. It's supernatural. It's a gift that's given to you. And Paul gives us a little bit of the insight on how to tap into that. Take a moment again with that reflection question. How often are you directly thanking God in prayer? And take inventory and start thanking. As we continue here in Philippians chapter 4, Paul tells us things we should fix our mind on, things we should fix our thoughts on. Let's look at this together here in verse 8. 
He says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Fix our thoughts on these things. Isaiah 26 also talks about this. You, God, will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Last week we talked about how the disciples, when they were in the boat with Jesus, they were looking at a lot of different things, but when they looked to Christ, they found their answer. And in the midst of all that we walk through, day in and day out, we need to fix our eyes, we need to fix our thoughts on the things of God and not get distracted or even uh, pulled down, if you will, by thinking or looking at things that, that aren't truly helpful or uh, edifying. In other words, building you up rather than tearing you down. And so let's look at this question here, too, of reflection. It says, what are some ways that we can keep our thoughts fixed on God? The other question to this is, what are some unhealthy places that we can find ourselves fixing our attention to. Take a moment to walk through those questions. The last thing I want to state here with this video is that thankfulness is a choice. We may not get to choose the circumstances that happen to us and the things that are going on, around us. But one thing you have the ability to do is choose your response. And to choose with a response of thankfulness will be huge in helping you overcome the things that, that might find their way to your doorstep. I want to take a moment to uh, highlight Acts 16 where Paul and Silas are in prison together and their choice in the midst of that circumstance was to respond with praise. Respond with praise. Earlier I mentioned that Thanksgiving is a testimony. There were other prisoners that were listening to this. Imagine that. Like, How are these guys singing at a time like this? But they chose to respond with praise, with that Thanksgiving, with that heart of gratitude. And God showed up in a miraculous way. Earthquake, jail cell opens up, and if you know the rest of the story, people get saved through that experience. It's a powerful story. Look at that in Acts 16 when we're done with this video. But as we continue on in this understanding of thankfulness being a choice, look at these words from Priscilla Shire. When we choose thankful prayer over wallowing in anxiety and worry, we are demonstrating an unwavering trust in God. When we choose, when we choose thankful prayer, you know, it is God's desire for us to walk and to live in thanksgiving. That's his design for his people. God clearly states this in 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. God's design, God's will is for us to walk in the ways of thanksgiving, to be people with a heart of gratitude. 
You know, the starting point, the very beginning of walking in that posture with the Lord is recognizing your need for Him in your life and being thankful for the great sacrifice that He made so that you and I could be set free, set free from sin. The Bible tells us that you and I, we're, we're sinners, and we need God's grace. We need God's help, and He sent that help in Jesus Christ, and He went to the cross to pay the penalty and the price for that sin so that you and I could be set free from sin and have a relationship with Him. That's the beginning point of thanksgiving. That's the beginning point of a heart of gratitude toward God. And if you're listening right now and you've been watching these videos through the week or maybe this is your first time tuning in with us, we do want to make sure that people have an opportunity to respond to the message of Jesus Christ. So in light of what God has done for us, the response to that is twofold. First off, it's to make sure that we're living in a relationship with Jesus Christ. The second thing would be to live in light of that relationship, this heart of gratitude as we, as we thank Him for all that He's done for us and continues to do for us and recognize that it's His desire, it's His design to walk with a heart of gratitude. I want to lead us now in a time of prayer together as we respond in those two ways. Would you pray with me? Father, I thank you so much for the amazing, incredible gift of salvation that you give through a relationship with Jesus Christ. But we must come to you humbly, asking for your help, recognizing that we're sinners and we're in need of a Savior. And so if there's anyone listening right now that desires to respond today, and say, I want to put my faith and trust in Christ. Simply pray with me quietly in your heart and just say, Jesus, today I want to respond. I want to surrender my life to you. And I ask that you'd forgive me of my sin. Help me to live a life that is truly in your direction and in your will. I thank you for this gift of salvation, and today I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And Father, the second response is living in light of that relationship and being thankful, being people who are thankful, for that is what you've called us to be. Help us to be people who choose thankfulness. And we're so grateful for all that you've done in our lives. And we look to you. We look to you today with amazing gratitude and appreciation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for watching today. Look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, choose thankful. God bless you.